0: I'm Jim Ford.
1: I'm Dan Kursky. And I'm Chad Bokelman.
0: And this is the Lantern Cast.
1: Episode 111.
0: Chad did it better. Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the first time around. Yeah. So this is our November books episode. All the number three issues: Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, New Warriors, or New Guardians, rather. New and... Warrior. <laughs> Sorry, wrong company.
1: You really want to do that Nova episode, don't you?
0: I really do. Although, <laughs> based on what they have planned for next year, maybe we can just, uh, you know, skip over that whole year when we get to it.
1: Oh, what are they doing next year?
0: The whole Avengers versus X-Men.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I've come around on that That's yesterday. Really? Yeah, I might read it. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what's hysterical? What? Like, one of one of my first thoughts, and I, I texted this to you, was, yeah, you could know, definitely, you know, sense the animosity, seeing as how Wolverine has been, like, a core member of both teams for the past couple of years.
1: Yeah, like, Wolverine, Beast, and Storm are all currently on both. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, <laughs> but on its face, it's just like, okay, ev- everyone who's an Avenger period versus everyone who's an X-character period in a giant fight for 12 issues. Like, just there's just something about that that, that as a comic fan, I, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's 12 issues, th- technically 13 issues, so it's got a zero, and it's shipping bi-monthly, so it'll take six months. But I'm also dropping a couple... <laughs> it, does this make any sense to you? I tried jumping on to Uncanny X-Men and Avengers, and I liked the first issue I read of both, but then it kind of died for me. So I'm dropping both of those and might be re- starting to read X-Men versus Avengers in its place.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, I uh, I told you I picked up the um, was it a uh, Ultimate the new Ultimate Spider-Man book.
1: Yes. How is that?
0: I don't know yet. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, I am cautiously optimistic. Oh, there you go. The uh, the CGS guys like really were raving about it a lot.
1: Oh yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah, I might get wait for like a soft cover trade for that.
0: You know, I was thinking about that, but like as it is, like they're only on I think issue four.
1: Yeah, well, I just I just saw them solicit the hardcover last month. I think.
0: Right, so the trade is going to be definitely a few more months out.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I don't care enough to follow it in issues. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm,
1: I will forget to to order it. You know that's not even a question.
0: Also, I mean, it, it is—it's difficult for me because it is a four-dollar book. But yeah. I mean, like I—I I miss Marvel. I miss reading Marvel. I miss being interested in Marvel. So I figure, like, I'll try this mm-hmm. one book and see—see see how it goes.
1: But you know what? You should read. That's absolutely phenomenal. What? Daredevil. Right now, the mark, the current Mark Wade series. No, listen to me. This is like the definition of a fun Marvel superhero comic book. How much I have, it? uh, it's two ninety nine, I think.
0: Did they reboot it? Is it like restarted number wise?
1: Uh, yeah, it started over with a new number one. I think the first issue was more expensive, but it was also longer. Right. Uh, But, like, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about the writing or the art. And I have never given a crap about Daredevil. I read the first two issues because Rob got them and lent them to me, Mm -hmm. and I immediately started buying the series from that point.
0: Well, I mean, I'll consider it, but I, I... It's not so much that I, you know, don't care about Daredevil but I more like actively dislike Daredevil. Really? Yeah, I like... Is
1: it because of Ben Affleck or because of comics?
0: No, I actually, I really enjoyed the movie. It's like the first time that I ever gave a crap about Daredevil.
1: Huh. Um, so, I mean, I tried reading some of the Kevin Smith stuff. Yeah. I, I could not make it through an issue. I hated it. And I try, I, every now and then I would flip through some of like the other stuff that everybody raves about and it, it wouldn't do anything for me. But this, like, as long as they keep this creative team, I would read this book forever.
0: Maybe I'll try that and trade. Yes, do that.
2: Um, yeah, I'm, w- I'm with you, though. I miss I, miss, I miss Marvel. I'm not picking up any Marvel books, and it's because of all that shit they did with Thor. I, miss, yeah. I mean, I love Thor. I love Gambit. I love uh, Venom, Anti-Venom, all the symbiote stuff. I love, uh, uh what's not Starfire, Firestar, you know? <laughs> Star- uh I- Uh, I just, I love a lot of Marvel uh, characters, but I just, I don't want to read any more of that, that, uh, you know, selling for the sake of the movie, selling for the sake of, oh, this, oh, this, this title's popular right now? Well, let's put out 50 million titles related to that. Although, technically, Mm -hmm. if we're going to be completely unbiased, then I guess you could say the same thing about Green Lantern. Oh, Green Lantern's popular? Well, let's put out four titles. Yeah, Yeah, but uh...
0: Green Lantern's been kind of a gradual... (laughs) thing
2: yeah it's like marvel gets some money whether it be from the movies or from uh, the popularity of a series and then just goes freaking ape shit with all the titles yeah and i hate that
0: yeah, i mean like so. like, like i the, the, the biggest difference between green lantern and anything that marvel is doing is that with green lantern like for one thing you have enough characters that could support their own books I mean, like, you know, you have, like, thousands upon thousands of Green Lanterns, and now other cores as well. So, like, they all have tons of stories to be able to tell, whereas with Marvel, it's like, are there really that many people clamoring for a fifth book of Thor, which is just another Thor story for that month?
1: To be fair, they have gotten better at this in the recent months, where... You know, there's two... I think there's only two Thor books, and one was exclusively about Loki. And, you know, now the uh, X-Men have diversified, so there's not the same team in, like, three books. Every X-Book is about a completely different set of characters. And same with the Avengers now.
2: Right. To, like, be, f- to be fair, though, the reason <laughs> there's only two Thor books is because they went balls-to-the-wall ape shit crazy with it, and yeah. it saw that every single one of those titles, save for those two failed right that's and true. failed hard yeah, so but, they had no choice but to stop sinking money into something that was losing ground
0: but when but another movie comes out you know for damn sure there's going to be like an ass load of avengers you know spin-off books coming out yeah you know,
2: the, the the next one that comes out is is ghost rider so right. Go, ghost rider comes out in february and guess what <laughs> They're gonna reprint some hardcovers or, or something, and then they're gonna start up
1: another series or maybe five, and there you go.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But then the the Thor craziness happened in conjunc- in conjunction with the movie, though, and that happened with Green Lantern too. You know, I no, mean, it
2: it didn't happen just with the movie. It happened because of the success of Straczynski's run. Oh, Okay, so not not just, but you know, it, it's it was that plus the movie, and the problem with Straczynski's run is because of how freaking delayed it was. It was a fantastic book. You and I both know that, Dan. Oh, yes, absolutely. But if you were getting it weekly, were you getting it weekly like what? Or getting it uh, whenever it came out like I was? Nah, I got it hardcover. Okay, well, if you were doing issues like I was, at one point there was like a two-month wait between issues or something like that. So it was like a hugely successful series but delayed like crazy so they did like some filler shit you know like a mini series here and there or something like that and then Straczynski uh, left the book the movie came out so they had a new writer Matt Fraction I believe on uh on Thor and then and then they did uh the uh the Warriors 3 and then they did Thunderstrike and then they did the Loki thing and just <laughs> I don't want it making me, it's making me mad. Let's let's talk about Green Lantern. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
0: You listening to the anti-Marvel cast. I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised we never get any feedback like negative about us talking about Marvel so much because we tend to rag on them. Although I don't, I don't think we're that bad.
2: I don't think we're ragging on Marvel so much as Marvel's practices. I mean, I would like I said I have I have a hand uh, uh, two handfuls of characters. From the Marvel Universe that I just freaking adore, and if someone would do a, a decent book about those characters and not freaking flood the market with it, I would say you know, like if 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 a, if a Gambit miniseries came out tomorrow and it cost four ninety nine and I had a job,
3: <laughs> I'd buy
2: it. I'd buy it, you know, because I want to read a Gambit story and I want I miss Marvel like like Jim said I miss Marvel. It's just I don't like what Marvel's doing. You know, people people who get on people who don't like Marvel are saying, well, Marvel's got, like, more realistic characters, man. You know, people who don't like Marvel, a lot of them have, like, r- crazy-ass reasons. Each of us have our reasons for disliking Marvel the way we do, and they're legitimate reasons.
0: Yeah, so. and, I mean, like, we all... like the, the biggest thing is, like, we would love to be into Marvel. You know, like, I miss Fantastic Four. I miss... Like, I greatly miss the X-Men, being able to get in on an X-Men book and, you know, be able to understand it and everything like that, but it's been so long and the continuity there is just so, I I don't know, uninviting. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Anyway. We should probably, uh, yeah, get to the books.
1: Yeah, what are we doing again?
0: (laughs) Oh, we're doing November books, all the number three (laughs) issues. Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps. (laughs) New Warriors, a uh, new Guardians, and Red Lantern.
1: Boy, you sure want to do that, Nova? Ah, oh, <laughs> James, don't you? James, don't you cut out anything from the last twenty minutes? <laughs> oh boy.
0: So, uh, let's see, Green Lantern number three. Who's taking that?
2: Uh, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Green Lantern number three. My copy, signed by Tom Wynn, by the way. Uh, uh, With the really. Ooh yeah. Huh? Oh, that was... Uh, edit, edit that part out, James. That sounded really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was really creepy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this Green Lantern number three with a really shitty cover, unless you got the skyver variant. I did. Uh, oh, God,
1: thank you. This is awful. Like, I saw this image on the solicit and thought to myself, ah, I bet that'll look good when it's done, or when it's not a bad low res picture but no that was accurate <laughs> uh, it was
2: ter- it's terrifyingly bad um the, i was uh I, the only thing i like about this cover is in the top left corner they remember that little crazy elephant without a face yeah thing. <laughs> that's 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 about it otherwise it sucks and it's not monkey's fault it's the inkers cuz we all know monkey doesn't draw like this um yeah. Anyways.
0: I got the Van Sky Recover, by the way, and it's awesome.
2: Alright. Uh, anyways.
0: Be jealous. Uh, we, op- <laughs> we,
3: op-
2: we open with Carol in her apartment. I think it's her apartment. Um, and she is uh, walking into her house. She gets a Tom, uh, call from Tom, and basically he tells her to turn on the TV, and we see the uh, uh, in a, a news report of the events of last issue.
0: Wait, she gets uh, a Tom from Cole Kalamaku?
2: shut the fuck up <laughs> she gets a call from tom we, look look fucker we
1: we've already done this review
0: hold on hold on i'm getting an incoming tom
1: Man. so so chad you were saying she got a, she got a call on her tom tom
3: <laughs>
1: yes uh we've already done this review once already and i did
2: it flawlessly the first time so unless we recover that file just assume that went just as flawlessly as it did before um so we cut over to Hal and Sinestro on a building, and basically uh, Sinestro gives Hal the 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 411 and says, look, you help me free Korugar, you get to keep that ring. Um, and then we cut cut over to Oa. The Guardians are talking with the newly lobotomized Ganthet, uh, and Ganthet has no uh, feeling anymore, as in he doesn't feel any emotions, and he is once again a member... ...of the Guardians of the Universe as we know them to be, um, you know, cold, heartless, and uncaring. And uh, they're talking about how the Green Lanterns failed just as the Manhunters before them... ...and then they say, and I quote, it is time to create the Third Army. Cut back to Hal and Sinestro uh, in orbit outside of Korrigar, and Sinestro tells Hal the plan. You're going to take my power battery, his Green Lantern power battery into the center of the Sinestro core central power battery, which will shut it down. So basically Sinestro set up this yellow power battery to the point where a green lantern is the failsafe. Um, as they go down, we get a little uh, in, into the planet, they, we get another uh, cool little piece of info and as Sinestro tells how to turn the costume, turn the green to black on his costume and basically go into stealth mode, which we haven't seen before, and that's a cool little thing. Um, Sinestro tells how we're waiting until the sun goes down before we make a move, and as that that time is uh, going by, we see the Sinestro Corps enslaving the people of, of Korugar. Sinestro uh, sees all this happening and decides enough is enough and goes in before the sun goes down and starts taking out Sinestro Corps members. As Hal takes the uh, Sinestro's power battery and flies into the yellow central power battery, and all of a sudden, disintegration process initiated, disintegration process complete, and that's where we we
1: leave off. Yeah, can we talk about this ending first? Because,
0: sure, why not?
1: My first thought, like, first of all, it's a nice, very nice page turn surprise. Because, you know, what don't you expect? To happen. You don't expect to see how Jordan disintegrate into a skeleton with screaming. <laughs> My first thought when I saw that was was how you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like why why would he fly into the thing? like like if I was him, I would have like flown in front of the face of the battery and thrown the damn thing inside. I wouldn't have flown into it.
0: That's a good point.
1: Uh so, I mean, he, so that's what at no point said. Here, take this and enter the battery with it. He just said, you know... That, what did he even say? Where is it?
2: I'm looking. Um, mm-hmm.
1: He says, bring it inside. Oh, well, alright. Oh, well then, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, he's probably in a qu- in, uh, quard now.
0: Oh, you think? Quard?
1: Well, isn't that, uh... What it looked like? The, yeah, the
2: art is the telltale sign of them crossing over into the antimatter universe.
1: Oh, like and remember Rebirth. in um in Rebirth where they did that uh where Hal blew up Sinestro's ring and he kind of disassembled into like a vortex.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's right. Because uh, what I was thinking was more along the lines of like. He was going to wherever, um, Mongol is.
1: Ooh. You
0: know? That it, would be cool. Like, it could be that, um, hmm. you know, what you call it? If you go into the green battery, there's like, uh, what is it? Like some sort of imaginary world in there, also?
1: Uh, there's something. I forget. So,
2: oh, Will, you're talking about Will World?
0: Is Will World in there, or is that in the ring? I don't know. I don't know.
2: I've never (laughs) read that story because the art looked too insane.
0: Yeah, me neither. And I have it.
1: We should do that.
0: Oh, God. I knew you were going (laughs) to say that. I hate you so much. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, I figured he was going into some sort of, like, you know, alternate realm in the battery. Hmm. But, uh, Quart Quart is another good guess.
2: Now, I like the Mongol thing because specifically when he threw Mongol into the battery, he said, "And when the dead no longer rise, you will join them." Mm. Mm. So, and Johns is the one that wrote that issue, so I don't think he would forget that Mongol's in there.
0: Yeah, unless he wanted to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it is a reboot. Maybe John said, "Yeah, to hell with that. I got too much on my plate."
0: So let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the whole Guardians and. Gant that getting a... A brain eraser? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... My issue with that is that... If you take away somebody's emotion... You're not going to take away... Their... Like... Their thoughts and judgments on people... Before <laughs> when they had emotions. You know? Yeah. Like... Y- Gant that has spent... You know, years and years... Well... Maybe less so now, but... He spent a good amount of time like getting to know the Earth Lanterns and knowing that, okay, well, they may fly off the handle, but they're, you know, one of the Green Lantern's greatest assets. And now all of a sudden they take away his emotions, and he's like, well, oh, they're the worst thing in the world. Mm. You know, gotta get rid of them. You know, let's, let's just wipe out all the Green Lanterns, and we'll start up a third army. I, I think, like, that... It's an act, I think he's going at, I don't know on an act, and he's like purposely overacting to make the guardians believe you know what he's selling.
2: I don't think it's an act because in that second panel that second bubble he says, recall I stepped out of this circle because I wish to gain greater insight into the beings the that wear the rings we forged yeah he says recall and the guardians. This group of people, they, they, the way we've seen them interact with one another, they take votes, they discuss, and they, they plot and plan and all this. But when you say recall, that means that these, pe- these other Guardians are privy to that information. So I think sending him out of the circle and allowing him to experience emotions was part of the plan. And if that was part of the plan, bringing him back was also part of the plan.
0: Yeah, but at what point did he... You know, step out. Then is that when he created the Blue Lanterns, or mm, are we talking no. about like way before when you know back in Ganthet's tale?
3: I I
2: I don't know. It, it, it's it's not it's not stepping out though when he created the Blue Lanterns because he got kicked out because he him and Sade felt so strongly. Right. So they were already you know, privy to emotions, so much so that they created their own core.
0: And, I mean, additionally, like, they selected him specifically to carry on the core when they all died.
1: Well, what he he says again, recall I stepped out of the circle because I wish to gain greater insight into the beings who wear the rings we forged. I think he's talking about when he... He renounces guardian status to become a Green Lantern. So you know, that recently. He, yeah. So he's he's. I mean, I mean, how? What better opportunity are you going to have to to connect more to the Green Lantern Corps than when you go and join them?
2: Okay. Oh, so you so you think those two thoughts uh, word bubbles are two separate statements? So you think he his emotional. Bias and weakness as he says there is one thing. And then the second one he's referring to as when
1: he became a Green Lantern. Yeah, well, I, I think, I mean, what I think is going on is like, get Cause I mean, I, I don't think he's faking it. I think that they're going a little extreme with it maybe, but I think they're just going for the, the simple, you know, okay, he doesn't have emotion and without emotion, All, everything he knows is just bare facts and he has no affect towards them because he's emotionless. So, you know, he's looking at his time as like a cold calculating guardian. He's looking at his time with the Green Lantern Corps as, you know, okay, this is just a list of, of facts, of like screw ups, of flaws that prove how inefficient and imperfect the core is because I've seen it firsthand now on the front lines so we really shouldn't be doing this anymore whereas if he had even like a speck of emotion to filter that through he would be looking at a bigger picture in a broader way also and this doesn't come up until a couple issues later in a New Guardians but I'm going to bring it up now I think I think uh they already built in a back door for Ganthet. Because in the New Guardians issue, towards the beginning, we we see very clearly he's still wearing a ring.
2: Uh, We'll we'll get to that later, (laughs) because I I was talking with Jim about this, um, and we'll we'll save the debate for that issue, but he's not the only Guardian wearing a ring.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: All right, we'll see. Uh, so what about that? What about this whole, uh... Well, first off, what do you think they would replace the Green Lantern Corps with?
2: Well, one of the theories out there is that it could be the, um... the Alpha Lanterns, which... I would... I would throw them under the, the Green Lantern as an army. Like, the Green Lanterns being an army, I think they're a part of that, since they are supposed to police the Green Lanterns, like, from yeah. within. Yeah. Um... Uh, But another theory out there is that the bad guys we see in Green Lantern Corps could have a link or could be this third army. Mm -hmm. Just like this third army on stand... Like, for instance, and and I I haven't heard this, but just me fleshing it out in my mind, if they're the third army, maybe that they've always been on standby and they've been on standby so long, this one dude from within them rose up and now he's the leader we see in Green Lantern Corps, you know, something like that.
0: I think, well, I, yeah, okay. Two two different theories on this. One, the the ones from uh, the Green Lantern Corps, those guys. I think those are probably based off of the first Green Lantern, the one that went renegade. Um, you know, because they can hold willpower in their bodies, so they don't need the uh, the batteries. Um, I have a feeling that that's where they're gonna go with that. I think they're based off of the first Green Lantern. And as far as the third core, I think, uh, you know, the first one you had robots, which were emotionless and without thought. Then you go with the Green Lanterns, which had both emotion and thought. So Hmm. I think, like, the third one is probably gonna be some sort of, uh, in between where they have thought. But, and they have emotion, but they're basically brainwashed to, you know, think and act the way that the guardians want them to.
1: So, the Alpha Lanterns.
0: Well, not quite the <laughs> Alpha Lanterns, because they, they're more robotic. So, more along the lines of like, like a human being who thinks and feels, but, with parameters and limiters on how much they can feel and think.
1: Hmm. I don't know. This is kind of this is exciting. Like I really hope they come up with something. I mean, I have to assume at this point, Johns knows what it's going to be. But I, like I like this idea that it could be something brand new. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh.
2: And I, I really like the um, the whole turn the ring to black the green to black thing
3: that, yeah I
2: thought I thought that was cool because you know why not because if if the costume is made out of energy and it creates green black and white colors why not just switch those around at will and go into stealth mode yeah. and I think it's cool that we're learning new things about the ring as well as seeing old things like in the second issue they were you know they haven't done it since blackest night but before that they hadn't done it in a very long time that the, you know the ring can duplicate itself and then now we're seeing in this third issue the return well not the return it's we saw it in brightest day and we saw it in blackest night um but the whole uh pocket dimension for the lanterns thing and you know they're, yeah. they're remembering the capabilities of the of the rings and sho- showing us new ones
1: yeah that panel where Howl's natural perched on top of that building And Sinestro's just leering off of it, saying, the Guardians don't like our knowing everything the Ring can do. Like, that was such an ominous panel. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes it... I immediately want to, like, start thinking about, like, okay, what else does Sinestro know how to do with this thing? Like, this could be, like, the tip of the iceberg. There could be, like, a couple more things. Like, this is... There's so much potential, like, right here.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... Like... Logically, if you think about what the ring does already, you can probably extrapolate a bunch of things that the ring could theoretically do, and chances are Sinestro knows how to do them with all of his training, and okay. also ingenuity.
1: Yeah, I love that line. Hal's like, like, wait, what? Black? And Sinestro just says, your training really stopped after I left it in that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it makes sense, though, because the Green Lanterns can alter the costume to look however they want. You know, take, for instance, Guy Gardner's outfit. So, I mean, you know, modifying the colors a little bit would seem like no problem at all. Awesome. Uh, And then the one other thing I think to talk about in this issue is uh, Arsona.
1: Yeah, so do we think this is, like, sister, second wife another sister. daughter, sister sister, sister. Oh,
2: right. like look, just look at her like her her facial uh, her facial uh, structure, her eye color, you know all this stuff. Okay. she she looks like she could definitely be his sister.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I think if it was his daughter she'd have another uh, tattoo near her eye.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not not to mention she's not afraid of Sinestro. When, when she's running away, she's not saying anything, she's not reacting, She's it's just someone else says, it's Sinestro, run. Mm-hmm. And she's just following along with the crowd.
1: So. I'm yeah. <clears throat> um, trying to think if there is there anything else. Um, I think the fact that Hal just blows a guy's head off with a bazooka randomly kind of oh. lends credence to my whole he was going to kill Sinestro thing <laughs> from last issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe. Every single time I see Carol in this book, I'm kind of counting the minutes until she puts that ring back on and zo- zooms out into space to help him. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, coming. Don't even say
2: that's not coming. Of course it is. I'm just kind of sick that they keep going back to that.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, if she puts on the ring and her costume is better, I that'll be, like, Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll happen next <laughs> issue. Yay,
1: time for Christmas! <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: fa- Fatality's
2: costume's already different. Why wouldn't Carols be?
1: Yeah. Um, it's the one other thing I want to say about this issue, I guess, is... You know, you, uh, you get that page, like, that couple-page scene with the Guardians it's all, like, doom and gloom, and it's like, oh my god, it's emotionless, and they're gonna, they're gonna get rid of the Green Lantern Corps. And then the very next panel is Hal flying through an asteroid, laughing his ass off. It's awful.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you could picture him, like, crashing through an asteroid and saying boom himself.
1: <laughs> he probably did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> boom! I just did that!
1: Snedra's like God why did I pick you (laughs) Um, Awesome
0: Okay so buy borrow pass
1: Uh, Low buy Buy
0: Yeah buy low buy
1: Hey I was thinking about this Like what if for a rating system Instead of buy borrow pass We do it like Based on like the Ring power levels Basically, what I'm suggesting is we we rank everything from 0 to 100, 100 being the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe we should discuss this a little <laughs> more later.
1: <laughs> what, you don't think this is a solid 92.7? Come on.
0: <laughs> you know what, when, when you put it like that, we're absolutely not going to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> And then if
1: you get something that's really, really your, knocks your socks off, it can be like a Blue Lantern enhanced score of like, like a hundred and twenty six point nine percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally not going to happen.
1: So okay. Green Lantern
2: Corps,
0: yes. it'll catch on. It will catch on. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern
1: Corps number three, by Pierre J. Tomasi, this time being drawn by uh, Geral- Geraldo. Borges. Is that how we say that? Borges? Borges? Sure. Borges. Yeah, Borges. Maybe, maybe
2: Borges. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yes, Borges. Cause there's, there's one thing we know is how to say people's names. Um, so, we got our, uh, our, what, six? Two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. I'll say five and three quarters green lanterns cause this mod is still limbless. They're surrounded by all of these, these, these black-suited skull-faced ninja e people who are immune to power rings just about, and it's looking terribly for them. They're backed into a corner, guys calling for reinforcements, which is unusual for Guy, and Salak even says, "You're like, holy shit, guys calling for help? All right, I'm bringing everybody. So he gathers everybody, or every Green Lantern... Onoa, who doesn't currently have an assignment, and he's going to send all, what, 30-something of them to that planet to help them out. But, you know, that's going to take... It's going to take, what, three hours? Yeah, three hours to get there, because it's really far away, until this guy, named Porter... Uh, Porter... ...shows up <laughs> <laughs> and says, Hey, I can teleport everybody there. Forget that I can only teleport, like, five people. I'm going to teleport 30. It'll be great. Salek's like, who are you? I hate you, but they're gone. (laughs) And, you know, back at the battle, it's not going... It's going continuously worse. You know, they manage to capture a couple of them, and John tries to probe their minds to see what's going on, but the bad guys, you know, in order to keep any information from getting out, literally will themselves to death. Except for the one that John punches in the face before he can die, but uh, you know they scan them and they confirm that yeah these guys are using the same green energy the Green Lanterns use, which you know we kind of knew but now the characters do too so that's all good. And just when they're getting completely overtaken, Porter and his his crew of thirty Green Lanterns show up and and manage to push back the bad guys for like a brief moment and you know while they have a little little time to breathe uh, you know civilians are being being flown out of the area and you know the first wave of Green Lanterns is gonna be evacuated so that the others can kind of finish up for them but you know the what, what should we even call these guys so we don't have a name for these bad guys yet the keepers Alright. The Keepers.
0: (laughs) Seeing as how we do have a name for them. (laughs) Really? Were they called that
1: in this issue?
0: Uh, I don't know if they were called that in this issue.
1: I have future knowledge. Oh, damn you and your DeLorean. Anyway, so these guys, (laughs) they're... They rush the crowd of lanterns as Porter's trying to port-er them away. And, (laughs) you know, I guess because John and, uh... Was the name Vandor? Were were shooting during the process? They didn't get taken along, because that's how that works. And you know, then Porter dies, which, hey,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, it's your cliffhanger of you know, okay, we're gonna go back for them. In a while, after we figure out what's up with this guy. Because they have that one that John punched out, and they're all on OO with him, and they're going to figure out what the hell's going on with these bad guys, who they are, and how they do what they do. Not
2: not to mention, and I didn't notice this until now, he also teleported the people
1: from that planet. Oh, they're on OO with them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's better than where they were, I guess.
0: Some random Zabazians.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah can we kind of just say, I. I hate Porter. I'm kind of glad he's dead. I hope he is.
0: Yeah. Like he, I mean, he seems I mean, like a plot device.
1: I mean, seriously, he's. A, I mean, first of all, his name is Porter, and he's a teleporter. Yeah. This is like it's like the Seinfeld thing of like you can't have like an ice cream salesman named Cone. I mean, this is. He's and <laughs> he, his. I hate his character design. It's stupid. I hate how his. I mean, is. Is his teleport powers, are they natural, or is he just doing it with the ring? Because the effects are natural. green. Natural. Yep. Yeah, but they co- and they color the energy effect green, and when he teleports a lot of people, it flares up his ring. So it's like, what the hell? What's even going on?
0: Well, I mean, really, if he does have a basic power to teleport, then he should be able to enhance that with the willpower of the ring.
1: Don't you defend st- him. <laughs> and, like, I... I As I'm reading this issue, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. They're going to put him on the main cast of this book, aren't they? They're going to do that. They're going to do that, and I'm going to hate it. But then he died, so it's okay.
0: Yeah. Like, you knew he was going to die. Yeah. It's like, it's like, come on, coach, put me in. I can totally win this game for you. And then he ends up dying, and it's like, thanks, coach, for giving me the chance to save everybody or something.
1: Yeah, and I mean, because if, if, if they kept him, cause this entire story would have gone to hell. Because like, okay, how do the bad guys keep getting to and from places? Well, they keep teleporting through giant portals. Well, isn't it awesome that we just realized we have a Green Lantern who's a teleporter, <laughs> and he can go places with large groups of people? Oh man, let's go, guys! Yeah.
2: <laughs> but by the way, it'll never happen again because he's dead now.
1: Thank God. Is he dead? Is he not dead, Chad? He is dead. I swear to God if you're lying to me. <laughs> he is so dead. He's lying to me, isn't he?
0: Hop in your Delorean and find out if he's really dead or not. I
1: hate you guys. Yeah, he no. is dead dead.
0: He was he was marked for death by the beginning of this issue.
1: <laughs> I am. If I open Green Lantern Corps number four and page one is Porter in a hospital bed waving, I swear to God. <laughs> um... Does anybody find it odd that the one time Hanu finally decides to make a construct to shoot somebody with? (laughs) It's, like, the tiniest, most weird and pathetic-looking gun (laughs) ever.
0: Well, he's not used to it.
1: Oh, okay. Sure, all right. He's, like, wearing a network of garden hoses that just happen to be firing lasers.
0: (laughs) Makes sense.
1: Of course it does.
0: Well... No, I'm not even going to defend that.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: I was going to say, like, maybe because it coils around his body, it gives the gun stability, but I don't know. Sure. Whatever.
2: Yeah. So so did you guys notice the, uh, <laughs> the Green Lantern that looks like he's trying to be the Red Hood, except for a gray mask? What what page was this on? When uh, it's opposite the Uncharted uh, um, (laughs) ad, when Salak is calling everyone in front of him. Um. You see the guy that looks like uh, what's his name from Legion of Superheroes? He's got the purple skin and the antenna. The guy in the leather jacket to his right or to his left? I
3: mean. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs)
2: Just just kind of standing there with his hands in his pockets floating in the sky with uh, featureless face.
0: <laughs> um well, if you notice right above Salik's head, it looks like a hawk man.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and next to him, I wanna know what the hell that ball is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one looks oh my god. What? Next to next to that is a crocodile with wings. <laughs>
1: What the even? It's not even in a uniform. What's he even doing there?
0: Well, that's just a fly. That's just the flying crocodile. <laughs> he just goes around, hangs out.
2: One of the one of the lanterns has an axe, and it's not like a construct. It's just ready to go.
0: The uh, the the guy that's right above the thing that looks like plasmus at the bottom of the page. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Kind of looks like John Stewart in armor from the Justice series.
1: Yes, yes. Also, have we seen that guy who's the son before?
0: <laughs> I want to say yes. Yeah. I don't know if I will though. What right.
2: well, What about the uh, the guy that looks like uh, an OMAC except for um, except for a Green Lantern? <laughs>
1: I think that's the guy Jim just mentioned. What? Which where? One? Wait, where?
2: The, he's he's between the Legion of Superheroes dude and the blue skin girl.
1: Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, it is. Yeah. Never mind. Um, I don't know who Plasmus is, so I didn't know what he was referring to. Uh, wait, who? We're we're all talking about the gray dude with the one green eye thing.
0: The- Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that, that is the guy that I was talking about.
1: Yeah. Anyway, speaking of all this, what do we think of this artist? Because this is not Fernando Pizarin as normal. I don't like it. Ooh.
0: Really? Yep. Uh, You know, I I have to say, like, I read this, and I didn't even think about the fact that it wasn't him.
1: Yeah, there def, there's some pages, especially where it looks like it could have been him, like... Yeah. Um,
0: like the John Stewart pages.
1: Yeah. Or, like, basically, like look at the big splash pages in the issue. Like, the opening one, where it's all of them surrounded. And uh, also that... The page where they're... Where uh, Porter and his pals show up. Mm-hmm. It's that double-page spread.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's really different, is that this guy's lines are maybe a little, uh, maybe, maybe he puts a little less de- definition into everything, and um, his lines are softer.
1: Yeah, I think he's a little cartoonier, too, at least in places. Yeah,
0: I like but. it. Well, you say it
2: looks like Fernando <laughs> Pesarin in some places. Keep in mind, I haven't liked the art since the mm-hmm. So Well, that wouldn't help. Uh, no, that's that that's I know that's what I'm saying though. So it's not like my opinion has changed because of this artist. It's just it looks the same as it looks in a lot of places the same as the last two issues, and I didn't like that either. So
1: just in terms of getting a fill-in artist though, I think this is how you do it right, because this guy looks enough like the regular series artist to not make a tremendous mm-hmm. visual difference. I
0: absolutely kind of agree. <clears throat>
1: Um. Yeah No. I mean this is a good It's a good issue
2: So what do, what do we think about what's to come next Because this is going to be on my On my new blog But uh, the, the idea That um, <coughs> Whatever This uh, new enemy is And how they're going to get John and them back And all that You got any uh, theories Have you heard of any of the solicits
1: The only solicit I've heard is or read or whatever is that uh, John gets captured, which you know is understandable considering where they leave him. But well,
2: you're gonna like this, Dan, because this is this is my new theory and only based off this solicit. They they talk about you know you know Guy Gardner going back to rescue John, but in the solicit it says and I quote and Guy's recruits are the nastiest Green Lanterns to ever put on a ring. And I think we're gonna
1: see the return of the corpse. Oh, uh, that would be cool. I don't know. Does he even remember that? Oh, maybe he can. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah,
2: he doesn't. He doesn't. But there's so many different ways they can do it. Like depending on the relationship between these new guys. We'll call them the keepers, just for the hell of it. Uh, <laughs> between the relationship between the keepers and the guardians. Maybe the if, if you know it's uh, if they're at odds enough. Maybe the guardians. You know, sing, you know they 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 remember how John interacted with the corpse, may even though or or how Guy interacted with the corpse even though Guy himself doesn't. So, based on his performance, maybe they say you know what, he's worked fine with him w- once. He can do it again. Let's do that, or maybe Salic sends him in with them. You know, there's there's a, there's different opportunities of how they could do it. But I I think that means the corpse is coming back,
1: yeah, especially if like the nature of the enemy warrants it because. I mean if they're fighting somebody that's basically impossible <laughs> and it's wiping out like green lanterns 30 at a time then that might warrant you know pulling back the curtain a little bit.
0: Mhm. Or it could be that these these characters these uh the the keepers um perhaps they are an offshoot of the first green lantern and it could be that like this was like part of the evolutionary process to developing the corpse, hmm, because they say that these these beings can hold more willpower in them than should normally be you know possible, and if you remember with the corpse, they swallowed the disc, and that's how they got their powers,
1: yeah. wonder maybe they're just like they just like their entire society that just lives i mean like if if you had like like if you set up shop and just lived right next to the central battery on oa and just generations of your family just lived there you know maybe you would develop the ability to like like, store up, like, it would just seep into your cells after a while, like, maybe it's just, like, something about, because we still don't know, I, at least I still don't know where the hell their homeworld is, so, yeah, know. not
2: to mention, we saw, when we did get a glimpse of it, that they did have lanterns of some kind,
0: right, yeah.
1: Maybe when you go into the central battery, you explode into a skeleton and you emerge in this fantasy world with killer ninjas that want to harm you and steal your trees. And you're like, oh no, my trees!
0: Next.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, (laughs) wait, uh, buy, borrow, pass.
1: Yeah. Um, Between borrow and buy.
0: Yeah, I'd give, <laughs> give this a, a 78 percent. Oh shit! Hell, <laughs>
1: really, really? You wouldn't go seventy nine point two? Guys, come on now. I give it a borrow. <laughs> All
0: right. I, I would give it a high borrow, very low buy. Next.
2: Green Lantern New Guardians number three, featuring a cover of a Green Lantern Ganthet for some reason, uh, <laughs> going all Thunder God Thor on Kyle and the rest of them for some reason. Damn um, those open... Thor books. <laughs> <laughs> we open where the last issue left off with multicolored Lantern Kyle Rayner bearing all the rings and a gray suit for some reason. Uh, going apeshit crazy against the Guardians, uh, and, uh, just, yeah, going crazy. Uh, <laughs> and, um, they are, Guardians are shocked by this, saying that this has happened before, uh, and they can't believe that someone can do it, let alone a human. Uh, outside of OO, we see uh, Saint Walker waiting on Kyle, uh, and that's when Arkillo, Bleeze, Fatality, and Monk pop in. And they all decide to go down and crash the party down on Oa. Uh, meanwhile, Kyle is losing control of his rings. They are all disengaging, save for his Green Lantern ring, which Ganthet tries to remove, and it gives some feedback and zaps him, and it, he's not allowed to remove it from him. Uh, that's when Kyle gets a little mouthy, and then Salak mm-hmm. punches him in the face, because he's sick of everybody not listening to a damn thing he says. Um... Then that's when we notice, hey, wait a sec, all the other uh, rings aren't gone. There's still this orange one. So as they're examining that, Pop goes to the ring, and it's not a ring, it's Glomulus. <laughs> so Glomulus goes apeshit crazy uh, and tries mm-hmm. to help Kyle up and take on the Guardians, and that's when all the other Lanterns decide to crash the party, uh, and they you know, go against the Guardians in their various ways, um, one of my favorites of which is Archilo sending constructs of Krona, the Mad Guardian that created the Mosaic World, and um, Scar against them, but that doesn't work either. Um, then everybody gets knocked out. The Guardians stand triumphant, or so it seems, and then Crash... This badass-looking orange lantern construct tackles a guardian to the ground, and the page-turn reveal <laughs> of the of the final part of this issue is Larfleeze clutching his battery, riding on the head of Sade, with his orange lantern army behind him. And <laughs> all I can think about is, holy crap, this is the first time Sade has seen Ganthet since Blackest Night. What's
1: going to happen? So that's it.
0: Glomulus is like Slimer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love Glomulus. He never talked He never really talked before. I don't care that they made him talk now. I love it. I love it. I love that he, he he's like trying to get Kyle to help him. It's awesome. Do you like Do you like when he tries when uh
2: when Kyle asks Saint Walker to heal him? A Glomulus tries to help Kyle out, and he he's all dressed doctorly, like he's trying to help Kyle heal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's wearing, he's holding, like, a bone saw on a scalpel. <laughs> like, I hope, oh my god. And, like, when everybody else is, like, down for the count, and Glomulus is just standing there, like, looking all tough, <laughs> he's, like, oh. <laughs> he's awesome. He's, like, the best orange thing ever. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. <laughs>
0: Better than orange soda?
1: I, yes.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: There's just, there's so much awesome stuff in this issue, Glomulus being one of them.
0: One of my, one of my uh, issues with this issue is, uh, like, right on the front page, you know, and I noticed this because I read Green Lantern and then Green Lantern Core before reading Green Lantern New Guardians, and right on the first page, like, you have, he's wearing seven different rings, and all of them, like, look dead. Like, there's no energy, no glow coming off of them at all. Eh. Like, if you look at the other two books, like, both artists, like, with Core, it's like you have the energy coming directly out of the rings. With uh, Green Lantern, you have, like, the rings glow. So, it's like, it just, it shows that the ring is actually doing something. With this, it's just like, he's just wearing them.
1: Oh, that doesn't matter how i there the publication history of this franchise has been filled with okay you you show a fist with a ring on it and there's an aura around the fist and the the effect is coming out of that aura you know it's it's meaningless
2: and just because we mentioned it when we reviewed Green Lantern <laughs> we'll jump to my problem with this issue and the best example of this, if you want to check it out for yourself, is on the page opposite of the Thunder Agents ad, second panel. All like the Guardians, me-
1: <laughs> huh? Sorry, I, I like how that's your measuring the way you find pages based on where the ads are. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whatever.
1: No,
2: um, the the all the Guardians, not just Ganthet, are wearing Green Lantern rings. They shouldn't have to. Yeah. And it's and it's not a mistake that just this artist made. Kirkham made it too, because if you look on the very front page, the very first page, someone other than Ganthet, who by the way is the land, is the uh, guardian saying he is not just any human, is obviously wearing a Green Lantern ring.
1: Yeah. Because what I was talking about before was that okay, if Ganthet still has his ring on, I could see them pulling something where like okay, he he could have like. Made up, basically made like a backup of his personality kind of thing and stored it in the ring.
0: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting that the reason that there was no orange lantern symbol on the costume was because he never actually had an orange ring.
2: Yeah. Which makes it even more interesting because people are like, wait, where's the orange lantern? Uh,. The, the orange lantern symbol, and then other people were like, well, wait, you can see the orange energy shooting off of him. So it, like, threw everyone for a loop, but that just means that Glomulus was helping Kyle out. <laughs>
1: yeah. At the same time, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't make it one of the pile of rings, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that would have been
2: a cool <laughs> place to go.
0: Yeah. Still hate uh-huh. the jarring uh, differences in two different art styles.
1: I I still disagree, except for one thing. What? And that one thing is, okay, when, like, right after you get the glomulus reveal, and Kyle gets up, you know, he looks all right. You know, he's probably not feeling that great, but he looks fine. Then, like, you get the splash page, and then it goes back to Kirkham, and Kyle looks like he's a fucking skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, like he went from being, like, all right to being the Crypt Keeper.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh. <laughs> well that's what happens when you see all those people come into the room
1: like <laughs> oh my god i don't have enough orders for everyone <laughs> oh. uh. man <laughs>
2: is it is it bothering the hell out of anyone <laughs> else that we have a red lanterns book Focused now, at least on both Atrocitus and Blaise, who has her personality and everything back. And yet in this <laughs> book, Blaise is yet another, just one of the other raging Red Lantern, pissed off maniacs. Yeah. Okay. And technically, this book, New Guardians, <clears throat> is focused on the New Guardians, and that means Bleas is a supporting slash main character. <laughs>
3: I, and she's
1: two different ways yeah she's also two completely different complexions <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean I would say like all right since it's the the opening arc for each let's see where I, you know it, it's like it's like which one's first you know yeah it's like if like once we get into the second arc for both books, I think it should match up more because, you know, maybe this happens before Atrocitus throws her into the thing or maybe this is... Maybe the, at, Arc 2 of New Guardians is going to be after Arc 1 of Red Lanterns or something
0: like that. Or maybe she becomes a simpleton again in <laughs> Red Lanterns.
1: Mmm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I
2: doubt it.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's kind of <laughs>
2: necessary to that book right now.
0: Listen... Well, we'll get there. We'll get
1: there. How about a save is back?
0: Yes. Yeah! Yeah, can't wait to see what happens with our next episode.
3: (laughs) Uh,
0: The one thing that I really liked is that Kirkham, when he drew all the uh, orange lantern constructs on that final (laughs) page, like, he actually went... Back to the Philip Tan um, character designs and use some of the characters <laughs> that didn't even make it into the uh, the issues.
1: Oh, uh, yes. So. Oh, okay. I was flipping through here trying to remember because there's something else I wanted to bring up. I couldn't remember what it was. And you know, it's the fact that okay, when these, when Kyle you know, he's he burns out It's not just like, okay, he can't handle the power anymore. It's also that, you know, the rings are used up to the point that they just crumble. So, okay, until they can figure out... Basically, what I'm taking from this is that, okay, until they can figure out what the hell is attracting rings to Kyle these cores are going to keep losing one member at a time <laughs> over however long it takes them to sort this whole mess out
0: well we don't know if this is a plan you know something enacted by larfleas
1: oh I don't think so well,
0: well I
2: don't know. what what's your theory Jim go tell them your theory first
0: well my theory was that mm-hmm. it could be that and I know we discussed that there's a possibility that the mission that Larflees had Sade go on was to find his parents, but it could also have been something along the lines of go out and, you know, make it so that all of these rings get a- attracted to one Green Lantern, who then goes and, you know, tries to re- you know rebel against the Guardians... <laughs> You know, it giving Larflees the perfect time to burst in and do whatever he wants to do.
1: What? The... I don't know. Like,
0: right now, ah. it's, it would seem very convoluted. But, it
1: very, yeah.
0: I mean, I... there could be some aspect of it where Larflees is behind it, and he had Sade go and do something to cause this to happen.
1: Why wouldn't Larflees get Sade to make all the rings come to him so they could all be his?
0: It's probably because, oh, well, maybe he made them go to a person that could wield them all, and then he would go to that one person and take them. Because the rings are not going to all go to Larflee's. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know, know, know about know. that,
2: Ford. I don't know about that. I do I do like. Might- s- some some might say that that theory sounds semi ludicrous.
1: It, is that what you said last
2: recording about it? No, I just came up with that just now. This is brand new material for
0: this episode.
1: Awesome.
0: <laughs> All of my ideas are rehashed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the I like the fact that out of nowhere, Salak just comes in and just slams Kyle in the face with a giant wrecking ball or whatever that is. Yeah, just he's saying. a dick. It's like, I am sick and tired of lanterns going rogue. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
0: Screw you, Salak.
1: And does
2: anybody else think that this, this orange lantern cro- construct thing that tackles this Guardian is just the most badass looking thing ever?
0: Well, I think it's cool. I don't know if I think it's the most badass thing ever.
2: It's super Satan. Come on. <laughs> It's freaking hot. Remember the the issue where we had the Glomulus' backstory, and then uh, what's that big head construct's name? Whatever his name is, Gloom. Uh, yeah, Gloom, and all those backstories. I want to th- I want to see the backstory for this one so bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, the oh yeah, the other thing that I was wondering was, could it be that <laughs> because he didn't actually have an orange ring? that's why the whole thing failed and all the rings disintegrated.
1: Ooh, interesting.
0: So if it happens again and he actually gets an orange ring, maybe uh, uh, things would be different. I don't know.
2: I don't think so. because. Yeah, damn it's... right
0: you don't know, Chad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, where does it say it? I gotta back this up. What the hell? Come on, come on.
0: Gotta back that thing up. Okay, here we go christ
2: the the mad guardian Krona managed what you just attempted, but only, but f- uh, for a brief moment he actually commanded all seven colors, but then Krona was an immortal. I don't think it has to do with whether <laughs> or not it was a ring or not if because yeah,
1: I don't know yeah when when they said that, I was like, Oh shit, what, but then I remembered, oh yeah, we saw that. That was yeah. Ju- that was like all of War of the Green Lanterns. I forgot. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was unless, like, oh my god, did they just reveal something? But no, unless,
0: unless it is a reveal.
1: No, it's not.
2: It could be. It'd be the perfect place to throw us for a loop. We all think one way, and then they're like, uh uh-uh. ah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's
0: like, nope. He had all the rings. Okay. Gotta love
1: Appa gotta love, Aliopsa getting the little shout-out.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, you must.
2: Yes. Which makes you wonder why he's being brought up now. I mean, maybe, maybe he's not. You know, maybe it's just there so they can have three constructs <laughs> going after Guardians instead of two. But I, maybe there's a greater purpose there.
1: Well, I think it, the purpose is clearly to foreshadow the conclusion of Cast Presents Mosaic is coming shortly.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the epic conclusion. Oh, yeah, this, this is going to be long. <laughs> like a day? Uh, slightly less. Slightly less. It's going to be an event. It will. I'm doing the last two issues together. Yeah, but yeah, yeah watch for that. Probably January. <laughs>
0: awesome. So, what are we rating this one?
1: Bye. Bye. Eh, bye. Yes. Speaking of byes,
0: Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Hey,
2: it's it's better Mm -hmm. than number one and two were.
0: Listen, I'll give it that. The only bye that I'd like to say to this one is goodbye.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh.
0: It's like Um, classic
1: Jim Ford wit right there.
0: Damn right. Um,. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think Ed Bennis is uh, doing that bad of a job on this book. That bad, anyway.
3: <laughs>
2: well, he 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 already. It doesn't matter how good the interior art looked. He just he screwed it up at issue one because of that cover where the somehow the butcher ended up as a half bull, half snake monster. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so uh Red Lantern's number three. Uh Atrocitus tosses Bleez into the uh the fire uh the was it the river of blood? The river of fire blood. And uh as she's like trying to, you know, get back up, she remembers everything. She can now think a lot clearly or clearer and uh she remembers what caused her to become a Red Lantern in the first place. And now she's kind of like weak with the pain of having to remember that. Meanwhile, back on Earth, the uh, the awful, awful story about the two two kids and their grandfather that just got killed. Um, they're now in front of the house of the guy that killed him. Um, and the one brother, the really angry brother... He's like, you know, he wants to throw like, a, I guess that's a Molotov cocktail, at the yeah. house, and his brother, I guess, tries to stop him. I'm not sure if he actually succeeds or not, because um, there is a explosion and fire, and they're fighting, but um, one of them's a coward and one of them's not. It's it's bad. Uh, then Belize gets out of the uh, the pool of fire. She's all thinking clearly. She can talk and have conversations. So Atrocitus is like, oh, good. I've got a load anymore. But uh Please can't actually do anything because, you know, she's, like, completely traumatized from the whole river of blood thing.
2: So she says.
0: So she says. <laughs> so then Atrocitus is like, well, I have good news. <laughs> I have something that will take your mind off of this. You see... Turns out, I know exactly why you became a Red Lantern. He's like, I, I don't know. He must have. Uh, he must have read the comics, I guess. Hmm. But he uh, follows her.
1: He follows her on Twitter.
0: I, maybe he follows the Sinestro Corps guy on Twitter also. So it turns out that this uh, Sinestro Corps member that was the you know the reason for her becoming a Red Lantern, the one that destroyed her wings. He uh, consorted with two other people from Havania, uh, which is Blee's home planet, um, and they were rejected suitors. And uh, they said, uh, "Yeah, you know, she rejected us. You have a way of getting what you want, so go, you know, take what you want. And the Sinestro Corps member, as you'll remember, did. And uh, the first thing Blee's did as a Red Lantern was kill him. So now Belize has come back, and she's going to take uh, retribution on those two guys that sent the Sinestro Corps member after her. Uh, her and Atrocitus fly into their palace. Um, they uh, Belize, like chops the yeah ch- rips the head off of one of the guys, and then she says to the other guy, "She's like, you know what? I'm not going to kill you. Not yet. I'm going to wait." I'm going to make you wait, it may be soon, it may be later, but you're going to have to live with the fear that you're going to die by my hand. And uh, then Atrocitus comes in and is like, nope, I don't think so, not good enough, I'm going to kill him right here, and he does. And uh, Blee's is like, well, you know, thanks so much for, you know, ruining the subtlety of my uh, my vengeance. And then they go back to Yesmalt and uh all the other Red Lanterns seem to be following Glees' uh Lise's orders now. And Shoss is like, well, I'm gonna have to watch her as he, you know, waxes po- poetical to uh Corona's dead body. And that's it.
1: You forgot the part where he's stroking Rage Kitty like he's a Bond villain?
0: <laughs> well, I was trying to forget that. <laughs> You know, one of the things that I was thinking about, and it's funny that we were talking about the Marvel comics before, but for a while I was reading New Avengers, and it was during the time where there were no thought bubbles. You know, you only read what the characters said. And I, I thought that that was an interesting move, and it definitely goes a long way to making them the more realistic universe because you can't read their thoughts. You're just seeing what they're saying. You know, they're talking like people. Um, and there are times when the, the effect can be done really well, like with Batman and with Superman, because they actually have interesting thoughts <laughs> and sometimes important to, the, you know, the plot. But with this with this Red Lantern book, it's like there's so much of Atrocitus' inner monologue. It's just like it, it weighs the book down so much. He's like, he uh, makes him sound like such a baby. Just like, oh, you know, I'm debating all this and blah 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 blah. And then at the end when he's like, when he's talking to his former lover, Krona, the dead body <laughs> on, the, on the slab, which yeah. is just like the creepiest thing <laughs> in the world. And it's just like it's like, oh God, I gotta I gotta read a page of this. It's just yeah. like it's like torment.
1: I mean, I don't think I'm I, mean, I think it's fair to say like we got more of a, who atrocity is and how we what makes him tick before this series started than we have in the three issues that focused on him.
0: Well, I think everything before this issue. Made us think that Atrocitus was a fantastic character, and that we would actually want a series based on Atrocitus and the Red <laughs> Lanterns, and then everything from this series on completely negates that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say completely.
0: For the most part.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I I absolutely subscribe to the idea that there's no such thing. There's There's no such thing as a bad character, only bad writer, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you give... I mean... Maybe Peter Milligan can do it once he gets used to these characters or figures out where he's he's going. But, like, you put somebody else on here who has a better idea and a better grasp of the characters, and the Red Lantern book can be the best book we cover every month.
0: Right, yeah, like, if... If they just gave us stories about each Red Lantern Corps member, you know, give us their backstory and how they became a Red Lantern, or give us some epic story that they've gone through and done, or whatever, you know, as opposed to wishy-washy atrocities, he's wishy-washy. It's, it's, it's horrible.
1: Or, like, we could even be seeing a different version of this, where they just approach it differently. And it would have still, like, this, these three issues could have been, like, captivating us with awesomeness. Like, as it is, like, I'm glad they, they made this move with Bleeze. It's like, she was, like, she was out of that pit of fire blood water for one page, and she was already a better character in this than Atrocitus.
2: I don't think there was anything wrong with Bleeze at all in this issue. Not a damn thing. Like, and I'm not saying, you you didn't say that, but what I'm, I'm just saying, every word out of her mouth was, was Blee's. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you were to sit down and think of the character as she was, as we saw her in that Tales of the Core issue, and then tried to come up with some way, like, what if Blee's had the consciousness level that Atrocitus has, you know, before you ever read this issue, what would she say? How would she act? Nailed it. I think they nailed it.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would say for the most part, but, I mean, even so, like...
2: The fact that she went and spat on
0: her mother's grave? Yeah, well, that <laughs> that was definitely an interesting move.
1: And I look, she immediately looks up from that and is smiling and is like, okay, we can go.
0: That was uh, definitely a nice touch. <laughs> but conversely, you have the Space Sector 2814 section. Hmm. Where you have the bad guy saying, You got proof, have you? Photographic evidence?
1: Yeah, and by the way, if a guy is outside your house threatening you, and he is very clearly brandishing a Molotov cocktail, yeah, are you just gonna close the door and hope for the best?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, additionally, like, <laughs> this brother basically comes out of nowhere to grab the guy's hand as he's throwing the Molotov cocktail.
1: Probably probably followed him.
0: But I mean, like, you stop it, like, right there. Like, well, what if you prevented him from throwing it far enough away to not kill you? Hmm. Oh, God. So bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, don't just, don't you see, Jim? They're, they're they're trying to surprise us because we wouldn't think it's the brother who can't let himself get angry that's going to be the one to finally let his inner inner rage build up and explode to the point that it attracts a Red Lantern ring. No, it couldn't be the coward. I mean, it's it's obviously going to be the big brutish guy who wants to set ablaze all of his enemies.
0: <laughs> oh man, I I think I might actually enjoy it more if they actually went the obvious route and make it the one with the rage issues. Yeah.
1: I mean, hell, all the names in the world, we're gonna get... This is, like, a brand new human lantern from Earth, and he's gonna be named John.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll have a better name.
1: No, his name's John.
0: No, I meant, like, a rage name.
2: Well, there is a new lantern coming in issue, like, six or so, and they already named him.
0: His name is Err,
2: John, Err. Although the, although the, the... Well, the solicit for six says... Uh, ran R A N K O R R. The newest Red Lantern is here, and he's pissed. Find out what happens when the Red Ring selects a human host, overcome with rage and grief. And that's not the the entire part of the solicit, but that's just the part I'm referencing right now. But
0: did you say his name, not, is, his name is Rancor? Yeah.
1: Isn't that the thing from Star Wars?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, clearly this is John's character name in World of Warcraft, so he's going to name himself after it. Yeah,
3: well,
2: I'm bad. just... Well, whether or not Rancor and this human are the same person are, uh, you know, two two different things. I don't know. But
1: How funny would it be if it doesn't end up being either of these two and they were just screwing with us? Like, This whole storyline will finally hit a fever pitch and then the ring will come down and it'll just go to, like... Some guy carrying his groceries right behind them.
0: Getting pissed uh, off because he has to wait for them.
1: Yeah, we'll
2: never see them again. (laughs) Or it'll go to a pissed off guinea pig or something for Dexter to chase around. I don't know.
0: Maybe maybe it'll it'll go to the guy that killed the grandfather.
2: (laughs) His name is Rancor.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My name is Philip Rancor.
1: No, his name first name has to be Rancor. Come on. His name's like Rancor Smith.
0: <laughs> oh. You know, the thing that pissed me off, that did piss me off, was like... Atrocitus is like, here, please, you know, go and take out your vengeance on these people. And, you know, remember why you became a Red Lantern. It's like, and she's like, okay, well, one of them's dead. I'm gonna make the other one wait, so that way, you know, my rage you know, can really get satisfied and Atras is like, um no, I want to do it now.
1: Yeah. I mean I <laughs> like that wasn't that. an option, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, mean, I like her her uh, approach there too. It was really sadistic.
0: Yeah. And he took that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. But what I don't like is this whole idea of like, oh, Maybe Bliz was planning this from the start. Maybe she wanted me to throw her into the blood pool, fire, water, <laughs> to make her, to get her intelligence back, so that she could mo- make a move against me. She couldn't have done, it, or could she? Oh no, that was, that was awful. Yeah. Like, like how aren't, aren't they supposed to not be smart enough to do that? <laughs> Like, isn't that the whole point of throwing... And and why does throwing... Okay, so throwing a red lantern into the red liquid makes them smart again, right, right? Right. Why does it do that?
0: No reason whatsoever.
1: Is it... Like, I thought... I always thought, like, that was blood. It's not blood, is it?
0: Uh it might be. It's magic blood.
1: Oh, well, as long as it's magic blood. I think Mr. Terrific invented that in one issue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He called it scientific quantum blood. Quantum
1: blood? Oh, I have some of that. That's awesome.
0: The,
2: the only way that makes sense in continuity, though, is because when Atrocitus in that final crisis, Rage of the Red Lanterns issue, was, like, creating his battery and all that other stuff, he did it, like, <laughs> in the water, or in the in the blood stuff. So that's the only continuity stuff. In, but if you read, like, go back and reread, I don't know, it's like one or issue one or two... When he's trying to break up the fights, a fight between the Red Lanterns, he tosses one of them in the water, hmm. or in the in the blood
1: ocean. <laughs> nice. Maybe it was
0: a shallow part.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, all of the intelligence lives in the deep part.
0: Yeah, you really gotta gotta get deep in there.
1: But as far as like them like
2: knowing better and trying to make the story, the the solicit for issue uh, five. Tells you they don't know better because it starts off, is Crona alive? <laughs> because if he truly lives again, the Red Lantern leader Atrocitus can kill the mad guardian of the universe for himself this time. Finally getting the ray re- of revenge he's craved an eternity for.
1: Now, the only way I would be cool with Crona being still alive is if Crona just sits up on that block and... And just yells, oh my god, don't you ever shut up! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've been half dead here. Somebody kill me so I can be completely dead. And, like,
1: Retrosa is like, Crona, finally, I can kill you. And Crona's just like,
0: shut up, Ghost Rider, go away. He's like, finally, like, I can kill you. And then he goes up and just starts making out with him. <laughs>
2: Uh, or Chrono, Chrono says, "Fuck it, I'll kill
1: myself." <laughs> just rips, just breaks his own neck or something.
0: <laughs> oh god, that reminds me of a Family Guy skit. Uh, <sighs> anyway, okay. So what are we what are we rating this?
1: Uh, Low borrow. Yeah. Uh, it gets it gets a twenty two point eight. Okay.
0: I'm actually going to rate this as uh, corrupted by a Red Lantern ring.
1: Oh, that's mm. is that lower than zero?
0: That's got to be lower than zero. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah,
1: it was. I couldn't make it a pass because what they did with Bleez was like the best thing in this book so far. So mm-hmm. it's it brought it up.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, the art is decent.
1: Yeah, no real... I didn't have any ish- big issues like it the past, too.
0: I still hate the way that he draws Atrocitus.
1: Me, too. Yeah. Me, too. Yeah.
0: Everything else is pretty decent, though.
1: Yeah. Like, I yeah. love the way they changed the panel work for the, the flashback portions, where it's, like, it's memory, so it's, like, there's no hard lines separating anything. Yeah, it's all hazy. Yeah.
0: Um... Did you guys pick up uh, Voodoo Number 3?
2: I did, oh. actually. With Kyle? No, yeah. No, I heard
0: about it, but I didn't pick it up. Did you read it, Dan?
1: I did. What'd you think?
0: Eh, it was okay. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I thought that, you know, <clears throat> Kyle's role in it was decent, but I had no interest in the actual overall Voodoo story.
1: Yeah, I mean, typically I don't just randomly buy, like, these random... Like, oh, hey, this issue, guest star is a Green Lantern. So, like, I'm not one of those people. But, like,
0: I'm not one of those
1: people. No, But, like, um, it made sense to me. Because, like, Voodoo, from what I understand, is, like, this alien hybrid shapeshifter on Earth. So, you know, you've if you've got, like, a Green Lantern on Earth or whatever, it makes sense. It, you know, it made sense that the two would run into each other. So, I'm like, ah, eh, you know. Plus, it's Ron Mars, so let's see what happens. And, yeah. As, I mean, it's, it's largely an action issue, and it was satisfying in that regard, and I really liked seeing... It. Kyle was this mix of casual and confident mm-hmm. that I have not seen from him in so long, and I really liked it.
0: Um, aside from maybe, like, a couple of spots... Where they make Kyle look a little uh, like chunkier in the face. Hmm. Um, I mean, overall, I I did really enjoy the art and getting to see the Green Lantern, you know, Kyle in this other art style.
1: Yeah, it was very clean. It was very smooth. Yeah, smooth. I think this is the same artist that was on Power Girl before that series ended, after Amanda Connor left. Um, I like that art. Yeah. And I mean. After all, like the, I issue one of Voodoo got a lot got like a bad rap. Like I haven't read it, but I like know about it. And it's one of those where like, <clears throat> like okay, if you if you read this issue, you wouldn't even know. Like if you if your first exposure to Voodoo period was just this issue, and then you went back and you heard some of the things people were saying about issue one, you'd be like, wait, that's this same series what so if you had any like trepidations about issue one kind of setting the tone for the series you could jump in with at least issue three and get like a more get apparently a completely different experience out of it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'm glad that i picked it up um but you for one thing you definitely don't need to and yeah. Second of all, like it did not do anything to get me interested more in Voodoo. Well,
2: yeah. the only, to be fair, the only Green Lantern guest appearance you should be picking up is Justice League number three. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, are we gonna <laughs> switch over to that one?
2: Uh, maybe not a review, but we can just talk about it.
0: Well, uh, Dan, what would you rate Voodoo? uh,
1: uh... I don't know, borrow, high borrow.
0: Well, I say low borrow.
1: Yeah, let's call it a. Let's just break even and call it a borrow.
0: Yeah, I mean you I mean, could pass on it, but
1: if you just want to see like, if you want a quick action-y read of Kyle fighting some aliens that aren't too threatening, and you want to see some cool art, some nice art,
0: and you know check it
1: out, it's not yeah. bad.
0: Yeah, definitely Justice League number three. Not a full review, yeah. but uh. <laughs> I love the way that Jim Lee draws Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this feels so like. It's it's just awesome. She's like. She's out to kick ass and eat ice cream. It's, yeah. like,
0: <laughs> it's like, have you tried this ice cream? This is the greatest thing ever!
1: This chef is truly blessed! My, yeah. my, my
2: favorite part of the entire issue. And I just can't wait till number four because of this is because is is actually the very last page, just the the like one sentence line he gives Aquaman like, who's in charge here? Because I vote me. <laughs> 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 I just I freaking love that.
0: <laughs> it it does read very much like a like a movie would. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then you know, making it like you know <laughs> a little bit of comic relief and know, like, the, the one-liners that everybody would quote afterwards. Yeah.
1: Like, um. the... Like, I... <clears throat> like, I love this portrayal of Superman, too, where he's just, like, he's almost eager to beat the crap out of something. And he's just, like, like he picks up a truck and just keeps slamming it into these guys until there's no truck left, and he just picks up the pieces of it and throws it at them until they explode. <laughs> Yeah, it
2: kinda it, it kinda reminds me of that Justice League episode when uh, I mean this was kind of cheesy, granted, in the episode itself, but when uh, Superman went up against Darkseid, he goes, you know, like you can take it though, can't you, big boy? And he finally lets loose like everything he has yeah. and just takes out Darkseid. Like that that that's this Superman in Justice League kinda reminds me of that. Except he's not really holding back. He's just like can I fight something now, please? Because I, I, I got all this power. I don't know what the <laughs> hell to do with it. Can, can I just punch something?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, the one thing that I am, like... I am both intrigued by and slightly concerned by is the whole cyborg origin.
3: Oh, what? What, what, what part
2: of it? Because the part I don't like might not be the part you don't like.
0: Well... I mean, like, I like the the way that they go about, you know, teching him up, and uh, they use nanites, and, I mean, you hear the ping, so it's almost certainly like a mother box technology kind of thing. Um, but then, I don't know if the energy that he got hit by was an omega beam, which is what causes it, or if it's that in conjunction with the nanites, but he... When he goes online, it's like he catches the attention of Darkseid. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm very intrigued by this new origin, but by the same token, like I'm slightly worried that he's going to be like able to be reprogrammed or used as like a tool of Darkseid. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I, we've seen so many stories like that where the the Robots or androids or whatever people with some sort of cybernetic intelligence get reprogrammed to go after everybody else yeah I mean hell that's how the last Justice League story started Red Tornado got his mind taken mm-hmm. over yeah.
2: so well the, the the part I didn't like about it was how fast he became cyborg as we see him on the covers like, I mean, yeah, I get it that it's nanites, and, you know, according to nanotechnology, that something that's that rapid should be able to be possible. But I just, I just don't like how, like, one second he's, you know, slowly disintegrating, and then, you know, an hour or two later he's fully suited up, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, the, the, the meltdown process seemed to be going very slow.
2: No, it's not. It's not that. It's just, I'm talking about the progression from melt, <laughs> meltdown to fully suited up.
1: Like once they actually started to make him into cyborg, it was done quick.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 I guess. I mean, I, I, I get that. You know, as far as this particular story goes, what is is? It, this isn't going to be traditional six issue, right? It's going to be like eight or something.
1: Uh, no, no. I think this is six.
2: Yeah. Just okay. Just... Well. Well, even, you know, that that just makes it all the more of a rush Then you know, the, you can't waste time on something as minuscule as how long it takes Cyborg to go from one, you know, zero to hero, basically. So, it's just, you know, there's other things to deal with, like, you know, you still haven't introduced um, Aquaman and, you know, all this other stuff, but, or, or Dark Side in the flesh or what his plan is or any of this other stuff, but. I, I I just wish they would have... I don't know what they could have done that would have made me happy, but I just know I didn't like the way they handled it.
0: I really like the uh, foreword to uh, the secret history of Atlantis. Yeah. I wish that like I could actually read that book. Yeah. Yeah, guys, all,
1: all their backup material from these issues, the Justice League issues so far has been good stuff. Like the all the fabricated documents and stuff.
2: Reminds me of the way they did the Book of the Black stuff. Hmm, yes.
0: Oh. Um, they say, they make a point of saying that one of the people being taken away by the parademons is Professor Ivo.
1: Yeah, and uh, T.O. Morrow is right there, too.
0: Yep. Where?
1: He's the guy He's wearing the name tag. as T.O. Dr. T. Morrow.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, there you go. <laughs>
1: And
2: to be honest, if it wasn't for uh, the Young Justice TV show, I wouldn't know who the hell that was. Yeah. But, yeah I don't have really any exposure to uh, Red Tornado at all, so.
0: Well, um, let's see. Ivo built Amazo.
1: Yes. Right. Uh,
0: Tio Morrow built the Metal Men.
1: Red Tornado. Red built, tornado. Then
0: who built or, the metal man?
1: That was. Oh wait, I think it was it was Tio and this other guy working together. What the hell was this guy's name? Professor Ivo. No,
2: Doctor William Magnus. That's yes. It.
0: Okay, so so they're not they're not pulling <laughs> the metal men, men in yet. No. Um, what do you guys think of the, uh, Greenlander and sketches in the back? Alright.
2: You know. I, I, so far I really haven't had any use for any of
1: these behind the scenes with Jim Lee's creation and design bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like, the one thing I took away from it was I kind of laughed at the fact that, that, uh, all these character models, like, they point out over and over again that all right, the, Hal Jordan's symbol is going to be glowing all the time, and when he's fighting, the lines on his symbol are going to be glowing too, and then you flip back through the book and they just ignore that completely.
3: <laughs> Did they?
1: Yeah, like, the recessed lines on his suit are never glowing. His, <laughs> his symbol does sometimes, I think, a little bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I the only thing that I think is odd is that, like, They make a point out of like pointing out how his costume is made out of leather.
1: Well, it's, it's, and it's just like a character, like a guide sheet for the artists in general, too. You know, I mean, some people would take that cue and draw it a little differently. Some people wouldn't, they would just draw generic boots.
2: You know, I, I wish that we didn't, I mean, cause. Honestly, out of at least out of the three of us, who really cares about how the design came about? Mm. I mean, honestly. Because what I would be much more interested in is like Jeff John's like, you know, brainstorm like a photocopy of his brainstorm on his on a notepad or something of how the the personalities <laughs> of these characters came about in his mind. You know, like, you know, if he made like a You know, wrote down Batman and then wrote down different characteristics underneath and different plot ideas and stuff like that. And maybe they could, you know, black out some of the stuff that's more important to upcoming issues and then show us the rest of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll be glad when they start using the space for the backup, which is going to be the uh, the Shazam story. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh. go to places any to
2: put it because i don't think it, the regular or the new you know any of the people who who have come in because of the reboot i don't think they would be inclined to pick up shazam for themselves so
1: yes and it works for me because i would have bought it anyway so <laughs> they're putting in something i'm already getting
0: yay <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i would definitely rate jla as a buy yes. oh yeah
2: absolutely I can't wait to see what Aquaman's like in this next issue.
0: <laughs> he's gonna be a jerk.
2: I freaking love it because <laughs> it's such a contrast with—I mean—because Jeff Johns is writing both the Aquaman ongoing and Justice League, <laughs> and that the character differences are just polar opposite.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at how he's—he's he's treating Hal Jordan in both too. Because I mean, especially in this issue, but in all three, really, he's—he's he's so like. Like not just not really. I won't say eager to please, but he's he's kind of hungry for validation. You know, he wants these people to like to tell him how awesome he is and how good a job he's doing. And he's also very naive. Oh yeah, like at least uh, I only remember what he said. Something to
2: flash about the guardians. Tell mm-hmm. me everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're the best. Friends, I got
0: yeah. <laughs> when you're the best of friends.
1: God, I read something else this week. Something I forgot. I ordered it, and I don't know. Well, actually, no, I do know why I ordered it. Uh, <clears throat> it was issue twenty something of uh, DC Universe Online, and I think I saw the cover. It was it's this awesome Doug Monkey image of Hal Jordan just, like, standing there, just, like, powered up and ready to shoot directly at the reader. And, like, the solicitation for it read something like, you know, Hal Jordan has to stand beside Sinestro and his core in, like, a final fight to the death with Brainiac's army or something like that. I'm like, huh. Might be interesting. It's an all-lantern issue and it sounds... Uh, why not? So like, I got it, and this was good. Like, this was better than half the stuff we read for this show tonight. This is like, like I don't remember. <laughs> it's it's somewhere. I don't even know who wrote and drew it, but it's got it's. It's 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 this like really like interesting to see play out this like doomsday battle, where like I mean, I don't think anybody cares. Spoiling it is it's, like. By the time the issue is done, Korrigar is no more. The entire population is gone, and the the Sinestro core is all dead. Sinestro is dead. Thanks for the spoilers, asshole. (laughs) Oh, shoot, don't make me come over there. (laughs) But, like, I went into this not expecting anything, and now I'm considering, like, getting the trades of the series. Well, I was thinking...
2: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you. You go. You go. Well, I, I, when I saw this, I it was obvious that this this is gonna have a clear ending point because they, you know, the one of whatever's, uh, that they put on the cover. So, I, I purposely didn't pick it up because one, I have no interest in the game, even if I didn't get motion sickness playing these kind of, you know, quick turn games, um, but. I did, at first, I wasn't interested in all the stuff I was reading and all the stuff I saw on the covers. And then I've, I recently started seeing solicit[s] and cover images of stuff that just interests the hell out of me. So, but now with that, that recommendation, I'm definitely going to be getting the trades
1: when I can afford to. <laughs> uh, here, it is. okay, I found it. <laughs> oh, it's number seventeen. Weird. I was completely wrong about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's written by Tom Taylor, who I don't think I've ever heard of and drawn by Bruno Redondo. It's like, I, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this artist before, but I can't tell you where. And it has like, like, like this isn't just like some, crappy they like like Hal and Sinestro in here have like a bunch of really cool moments that like feel genuine for these characters you know like and like there's this because I mean the Guardians saw that Brainiac's fleet was going after Sinestro's homeworld because they're you know they're trying to get the yellow central battery so the Guardians dispatched the Green Lantern Corps to basically go to Korrigar and encase the whole thing in a shield and keep them in so that both sides can kill each other and like take care of two birds with one stone <clears throat> and you got John St- like they show like this image of like John Stewart outside of the the barrier just like watching with his face in shadows like two brainiac robots like tear this yellow lantern in half and like he is so like <clears throat> like you bring to this the baggage that John Stewart has And, like, this is, like, there's some dark, powerful shit going on in this thing.
2: Well, the only problem I have with this series is that would make me, keep me from getting it in trade form is would you really have to, like, because the target market for this has to be the people who are playing the game. (laughs) So, to read the series, would you have to have... I mean, any experience with the game. And that includes seeing the... If it's only seeing the preview that we saw before the game actually came out.
1: Hmm. Eh. I don't know. I mean, this thing is... I don't I even... I mean, you, you I haven't think.
2: read enough to know, but, I mean...
1: Yeah, no, I know. But... I mean, if this issue is any indication, like, I went into this cold just knowing, like... Like, okay. Brainiac's attacking Coragar. Go. And... Is it, like I got enough out of it to make me want to read the rest of it so you know if the if the whole thing is of this quality then it's definitely I would say it's definitely going to be worth the time granted it's not going to be all lantern exclusive like this issue is but and I actually don't even know if they have the same creative team for the entire run of this book but yeah it's something to look for
2: the cover art looks amazing at least.
1: Yes, <laughs> I think the issue before this had the exact same image, except this Sinestro and all his yellow glory. Hmm. Also by a uh, monkey. We done? Um,
0: no.
2: Just real quick, uh, and I posted this on the forums. Uh, Jim and I were talking earlier about you know uh, how many downloads we get per episode and stuff, and um, we noticed that one of our older episodes, like. like 76 or something, was getting a lot of downloads for this month and last month. And we realized that's because that that episode we covered the Weaponers storyline and that trade has just come out. So obviously we have a lot of listeners who are waiting for the trade and then listening and downloading the episodes related to that trade. So... For those of you who are doing that, there is going. I've already posted the topic, and if Dan or Jim will pin it up uh, on the top of the forum, we want it to be as listener friendly as possible to you guys. So that uh, that that thread will be up on the um, up on the show uh, up on the on the show forum uh, for you guys to come. Go ahead, log in, make yourself an account, and you can at least participate with us there. And uh, maybe branch out to other topics, um but that thread will be there for you guys,
0: and in a year, they'll actually hear this,
2: right, <laughs> which is why I'm saying it now, even though we're all very tired. I just you know the the quicker we say it, the quicker we they'll hear it, even though it'll be a year from <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little
0: like a time capsule,
2: yeah, when you guys hear this. <laughs> Go check out the forum for that one
1: thread that has no postings on it.
3: <laughs> Basically.
1: Isn't it weird that by the time they hear this, Chad will already be dead?
0: <laughs> That's I, horrible. I,
1: I mean, spoilers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, also, hey, Chad, you have a blog yep. now. Tell them oh. to go there. <laughs>
2: Oh, I do. I I have a, a blog now. I've I've had multiple blogs in the past that I did very shitty job at keeping up with, uh, but this one I'm pretty sure I'm gonna uh, stick to. Um, and way, to called- it, well- <laughs> way to sell it, Chad. way to sell it, Chad. It's called it's called Corpse Conjecture, and basically, um, the premise is for a while on the show I've been ragged that, especially by Jim, that my ideas. Are half baked and will never come to fruition. But lately they've gotten uh, a couple, I've gotten a couple of them right. So basically I've called my blog Corpse Conjecture Semi Ludicrous Theories on DC's Lantern Titles. So I can finally jot down everything I can think of that I can think would be happening in these books and believe to be happening in these books. So I can finally rub it in Jim Ford's face when I finally get one right. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's Corpse Conjecture. Uh, c o n j e c t u r e at blogs or dot blogspot and I've got a contest going now for those of you who hear this in time to actually enter it. Uh, basically, the idea is the first seven people who follow the blog, I put your name in the hat. I pick I pick a name out of there, and that person gets to hijack my blog for a day. And as long as it's comics related, they can post about whatever the hell they want. So. Just uh, swing by the forum. There's a post about my blog there, or you can just check out the blog by, you know, typing in the URL I just gave you. So. And Dan hasn't read it, and Jim is indifferent, so I don't know <laughs> if they can give you. If Jim they is indifferent. Go ahead. Jim is indifferent after re- having read it, or <laughs> oh, Jim's posted twice on there, two comments, uh, but I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask them to pimp my blog for me. So, if you guys want to check it out, check it out. If you don't, you know, to hell with it. I don't I'm not going to get upset with you. I don't care. Just mm-hmm. uh, if if you're interested, check it out and leave a comment or do whatever. <sighs> oh, and now Blaze has a uh, Twitter. Yes, yes, she does.
1: <laughs> Her and I, rage kitty. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: yeah, uh, check that out is that one us did we do that one i did it did you Dear yeah God. i did it oh you <laughs> copycat bastard hey at least i'm keeping up
2: with mine hey,
1: oh shut up shut up
2: did you not yes. see the the gmail email we got saying um you haven't been to twitter in a while
1: rage kitty oh no i didn't do that oh, well, <laughs> Yeah, let's just, let's see, yeah, let's see you split your focus between a fake Twitter account and a blog. You won't do it. You'll falter, just like you always have in the past. <laughs> Alrighty then.
0: Shut <laughs> sure Getting kind of tense <laughs> in here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I already called out Rage Kitty on, the, on Twitter once. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again. Oh. That, 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 that sycophantic suck-up of a cat.
1: You don't know what that word means. What? Suck-up? Cat. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, if you want to contact us, you can do so. <laughs> lanterncast.gmail.com You can go to our website, lanterncast.com We all have... Our own email addresses at lanterncast.com. So, Jim at lanterncast.com, Dan at lanterncast.com, Jason at lanterncast.com, or James at lanterncast.com. We also have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did, I, did I skip you? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I was, must have slipped my mind.
2: Yeah.
0: We have Just like
2: uh, an entire first hour of recording slipped your mind. <laughs>
0: Twitter accounts. That may or may not be something. (laughs) Has it
2: 100 plus days?
0: um, Forum page, Facebook page, we're on iTunes, you can subscribe to us there, leave us a review. We have a voicemail, it's (laughs) 708-LANTERN, the word lantern, you know, find the corresponding numbers to lantern. Actually, there are numbers that correspond to it, but I don't know what they are right
2: now. <laughs> Way to sell it, Jim. right now? Yeah.
0: Uh, this is gallery page, and uh, yeah,
1: the show was better when we talked about Marvel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this, show, this show is better, like what five hours ago when we started.
1: It's only three fifteen in the
2: morning. Oh, and as of this recording, it is uh, James's birthday. So, happy birthday to James!
1: Uh we gotta sing to him. We yeah. gotta sing.
2: Ready, ready, ready,
1: okay. all together. Happy, happy, birthday birthday to James. To James. Happy, happy
2: birthday
3: to James! Happy birthday to James.
0: James! Happy
3: birthday, James!
0: <laughs> Amen.
2: Uh, Praise Jeebus
0: Happy birthday James
2: Yes We do appreciate you even though we
1: don't sound like it
0: (laughs) I definitely appreciate him
1: Even though you you keep sending him these (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, And they have to go a long way They gotta get all the way across the, the planet
2: Yeah So have fun with another two hour episode to edit we need to stop doing that to him.
0: Yeah. Well this this'll be fun for him. This'll give him something to do on his birthday weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> uh,
1: How old is he now?
0: Um
2: Facebook doesn't tell me I don't know.
0: See they're somewhere between eighteen and forty eight. <laughs> somewhere in between there. I got nothing left, guys. I'm done.
1: <laughs> All right, save
0: that file. <laughs> night, everyone. Good night. Night.